Welcome to Nothing But Thirty. This show is hosted by Rachel, Chloe, Sarah, and Nancy for Asian girls ready to explore the world. So today is our first episode. Woo! So how are you guys feeling? Nervous. <laughs> Definitely should have had a few drinks before this podcast. <laughs> make make it more relaxing, eh? Like yeah. we've been prepared for this for like so long. Um, trying to do this, we have meetings like on a weekly basis for like the past two months, and finally it came to the day where we're actually recording. I'm actually really proud that we kept the meetings going, and none of us like purposely did not attend uh, like obviously we're in different time zones and stuff but we all made an effort to attend so i'm actually really proud of that yay i agree yeah i mean especially consider we're like in four different countries like just finding a time that works for everybody it's like crazy hard like every single yeah. week we have a different meeting time because of the time zones and like yeah different Felt things like we need to do definitely a struggle so I think Nancy, you're the one that brought up the idea that we should do this podcast. Um, I guess what driven you to do this? Yeah, so um, I think all I've heard the same, where we kind of just follow like the same path, where you know we go to school and then later on we all uh, join a large accounting firm. That's where we met, and uh, you know I. All day, all day, you just think about, oh, I need to finish this course, I need to go do this exam, I need to graduate, I need to find a job. And after we joined the accounting firms, and obviously it's notoriously for working people really hard, so you don't really have time to think about anything else to do something for yourself. I think this is just a great way for us to have, you know, not only um, you know like a fun project on the side where we can just, um, you. Know, talk um, on a weekly basis when you know it's an excuse for us to talk and also it's just to produce something uh, for ourselves and then it's like something that's not in a regular agenda that we have for our life i think that's kind of why i want to do uh, this podcast what about you chloe I totally agree with what you just said. I think it's really a fun project for us. And then honestly, I think this is a great idea to maintain our long distance international friendship. Yeah. yeah what about you guys, Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, I remember we had quite a discussion about like what name should we pick and like kind of, you know, subconsciously what value do we want to deliver through this podcast? Um, do you guys remember how we decided on naming our podcast Nothing But 30? Sarah? I think the reason that um, I picked this name or we like collectively came up with this name is because, you know, we are reaching the daunting age of 30 and there's just a lot of more things for us to think about. And as we, you know, explore this topic, we just thought there's a lot of insight that we can add and like give us the opportunity to look back on our life. Definitely, like, I think... Is that Nancy? Are you the closest to reaching thirty? <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, exactly <laughs> probably three months left in oh, my really? twenties. Uh, yeah, I can't call call myself a twenty year old anymore. No, you are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, it's so scary. That close. It yeah. is. I have an early birthday, so yeah, November, December, and then January. How do you feel? What do you think thirty means to you, Nancy? I mean, I think I'm I'm very split. I think like on one side, um, I do feel scary um, approaching thirty. I just think <sighs> it's such a huge number. <laughs> it's like <laughs> not. It's like no. It's just like because when you're in your teens or twenties, you still think you're such like a young person. Like you're young, but then like when you enter your thirty, it's like complete another different stage of your life, where you know you, you can't you can't just. I'm not saying like you can, but like like it's like it's harder for you to picture. You'd be like, oh, I can do whatever I want. Like I can do whatever job I want. I can. I, I want to travel the world. I want to like just dump everything and just do whatever I want. Like you can't. You don't feel. I don't feel like you have that freedom anymore. Which is something which is probably not true. It's probably just something that's just in my head because we've been like growing up in a society where everybody just think you know thirty is split in your in your life where. Where we, you know, that's why everybody's talking about thirty, right? Going thirty, it just blah blah blah. And then,、um, but I mean, on the other hand,、um, as you work, like as I work more, I feel like I'm becoming more independent. You know, both like financially and mentally.、Um, you know, just becoming this stronger person makes me also, on the other hand, feel like having more freedom. If that makes sense to you guys, like. Inability to make a wrong move—that is more daunting for the age of thirty. For example, like you can't pick the wrong job because it will affect your promotion or stuff like that. And if you if you pick the wrong path, oh, maybe you're behind. Than oh yeah, that, yeah, definitely. But but I I mean you know in another sense I don't feel like that's what thirty is. It's just like. I feel like I have it ever since I start working, though. Like, I feel like <laughs> I just I feel like I don't want to、make、have a job、move. that kind of yeah make the wrong move that kind of ruined the re- the rest of my career. Which I don't know. Like in a sense, it's true. In a sense, it's also not true because、um, like if it's wrong, then you can get out of it pretty. Pretty soon, I would assume. It just there's so many opportunities. Like it's not like the old age where you know, like you can only find jobs through like newspapers or something, where you can only find jobs at at your local city. You know, like finding a job in another city. Like like you guys are like in like completely different countries. Like it's not. It's so much easier than before. Yeah,、I、totally agree with you, Nancy. But like, I mean, I think I'm the second el- oldest out of us. So <laughs> on my thirty, I think I'm turning thirty, twenty twenty one August. Oh my god, it's coming! But I don't know. Like, I'm your thirties person in Korea. COVID is gone. <laughs> We'll、yeah. visit you. Exactly. Please come visit me. So, but I don't know. Like thirty to me, like I don't feel. Too like scared or anything. It just thirty. It just number like Nancy kind of mentioned it in her responses. But to me, thirty means that it's the age that where I start to realize who I am and who's、uh, where, and then it's the age that where I start to embrace myself. So, for example, I used to not like my、uh, myself for being like 
or being fat or like being ugly. <laughs> but now I start to realize that maybe that is part of me. And then that if I know that that is a part of me, then I start to love myself, right? So I think 30 doesn't like number itself, it doesn't mean anything, but I think I'm kind of excited to um, discover about myself and then start to love myself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. What about you? I think when you're younger, like you get affected by like other people and then like the society and everything around you and you compare yourself to them. And obviously now you still do, Mm -hmm. but then you just have a stronger sense for yourself where you can just kind of, you know, stand up for yourself for your own kind of value. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all about psychology right so it's saying that the more you know about yourself the the more firm you are to your own values so when you see values that are kind of not aligned with your own you know that's not right and you really stand by your values but i feel like when we're in our early 20s or mid 20s uh we don't have we don't know we don't truly know ourselves yet and our values easily get influenced by society values so mm. I think that's why that's like how Chloe felt like you know you after you get about yourself like you're more firm about it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm still like struggling, but I'm still. I think thirty is the age that I start to finally like realize and then start to actually find a way to how to improve myself and then learn more about myself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Yeah. I'm terrified about turning 30. I don't know where you guys get your confidence from, but honestly, like, I think the fact that when you turn 30, other people just have more expectations of you based on what society thinks you should be at the age of 30. For example, you, you know, maybe by then you're supposed to have your own house at the age of 30 or like no longer have a roommate. I still live with the roommate and I project that I'm still going to be with the roommate (laughs) by the time I'm 30. Or like, oh, you're supposed to have a kid by the age of 30 just because your biological clock is ticking. Like maybe the people that you hang out with, they don't have kids yet, but your mom is going to bombard you with questions. Oh, why don't you have a kid? Why aren't you married? Why are you not fulfilling your societal values? Why do I not have a grandbaby? And all that stuff, I think is just inherently going to be harder. Yeah, that's why essentially why I'm terrified. Does your mom actually bring up that topic to you like very often? Yes. Oh, I called her like last week. Um, and then because my cousins have babies now, like they had, they got pregnant essentially at the same time. So my like cousin in law, yeah, my cousin in law and my girl cousin, they're like one year older than me, essentially. And they have kids. So I'm definitely close to that age. And then my parents are like, Oh, look at your cousin. They already have kids. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I think it's harder when people around you um, move, I guess, move to the the, the next stage of their life. Mm-hmm, then, mm-hmm. then you will have more pressure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad nobody in my family <laughs> has uh, it. Yeah, they're all, uh, only one person is older than me. And then, like, um, he doesn't really talk to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody else, everybody else is younger than me. So the less pressure. Yeah, but then, but then you know, you gotta like put your foot down, you know. And oh, then, I do put my foot down. 
you put your foot down. Like I put my foot down, so my mom doesn't really talk about it too much anymore. Yeah. yeah. For yourself, yeah. I just I just say like they have a kid. Does it mean they're happier? No. And then and then like my parents just don't really say anything anymore. And it's good that I'm not really uh like they're not in my face. I just yeah. you know it's easier to ignore someone on a call than yeah. face to face. It's how your so, mother you're building a career in Seattle, you know. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm building a career or anything, but um, I'm I'm enjoying me time. Yeah, definitely. is essentially what's happening. Yep. Yeah, me time is great. <laughs> Partially. Yeah, but that, yeah the thing is, I don't think parents the parents care about your career part though. Like, no, they don't care. Yeah, that's the thing. They don't really care. I think it's like okay, you have a decent enough job. It's fine. It's fine. Like just let's move on to next thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like the thing with parents is that they will always have something to nag you about. If you don't have a boyfriend, it's gonna be why don't you have a boyfriend? If you have a boyfriend, you're not gonna get married. Oh, why aren't you married? If you're married, you don't have a kid. Why don't you have a kid? So there's always going to be something. So you as yourself, you're just gonna have to find a way to block out what they're saying because there will always be something is what I learned so I think it's also they care about you right they use what they think is good to think you should have it and once you have it that means you're happy Mm -hmm. I think it's caring in a way that's not considering of the other person's preference but Mm -hmm. they felt like okay you know You'll be happy with a kid. You'll be happy with a husband. You should get married. Blah blah yeah, blah. But my mom always say, "You gotta do the things where your age, like like you gotta do it at at the age that you're supposed to do it." Oh, it's like a my mom always say. Yeah, yeah. that's some old values that I don't agree with. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't either. But like her, like her reason is not, "Oh, you're gonna be happy because to do this." It's because she thinks. I'm at this age, so I'm supposed to do it. And then whatever. I just kind of ignore her now. And I think yeah. she kind of knows not to talk about it too much. <laughs> That's kind of like social criteria. Like you're, you're turned certain age and then you're supposed to do that. And then I feel like we've been already following those paths. Like society wants us to go to good school and then we went to the good university and then we got a job at Big Four Accounting Firm. And then now we still work in a pretty good company so like i think this is time for us to explore ourselves and then do whatever makes us happy before i was watching this show it's it's a chinese reality show it's called sisters it's really to fight the social stereotype of women over 30 first of all women right and then working women and then above 30. so it uses um there's this production model where they have a lot of girls all together this was meant for girls in like their younger 20s they got a lot of girls together and then they perform and then people vote who they like and who they not like and then the remaining girls uh get together and become a girl band so they use this model applied to 30 uh 30 women who are are already 30 plus that already have some sort of establishment in their own uh areas of expertise and then um just felt just filmed how these girls 
uh, was able to conquer things that they're not familiar with. For example, doing like really intense dances or singing or just performing on a stage. I felt like I, I felt like that show really encouraged me that I could see, you know, like girls that, you know, 50 year old girls, like not, you know, I prefer calling them girls, but yeah, uh, yeah, like 50 year old girls that are just like still super in shape, super hot and was able to just like train all day and just do crazy dances um, just to perform. And, And I felt like that just really proves that age is just a number. And from looking at their like daily interactions and then the value they deliver, it's like they are really wiser with their age. So it's not a bad thing. They're wise and mature. Yes, oh, yes. yes. Wise yes. and mature. Yes. Yeah. So like that's a good way to put 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that how you felt about you turning 30? Like you still have an ear left, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like I was a little bit scared of the number, but after actually after watching that show, it really helped me be like, it's just nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. And um on the other hand, if you look at, you know, like society values are built upon uh, previous society models, right? Before people, you know, information aren't this frequently achievable. People still deliver mail by hand. Um, There's no text messages. So back in the days, right, people get married when they're like 18, 19, having kids at like 22. So like, obviously, you're going to be more achieved at 30, right? There's this Chinese saying called Sanshari, means you need to be really an adult by 30. But it's because back in the days, you know, that's super normal because you know information aren't that readily accessible but in these days right like you can move to a different city you can hop on a plane like chloe just fly to korea and start her own career there um and then you can you know just do a lot of things with your time and and there's a lot more opportunities so i don't feel like 30 is still a fashionable stamp to judge people where they should be at yeah that's that's a really good point i agree yeah also, back then, people lived shorter, too. So, like, oh. and then now you live longer, so you have more time afterwards to become even more successful than before. Mm. So, like, that's why, you know, like, I don't know what's the average age back then. Was it, like, 50 years old or something? So you have to get married early and have kids early, like, so that, like, that's how, how it's going to work out, right? And now there's technology for you, too. I don't know, freeze your eggs or something, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah. and then you do the IVF, and then you pop like probably three kids at the same time, and you're done. <laughs> Is that what you're planning to do, no. Nancy? <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, technology is evolving. Yes. So, yeah. So, um, and back then, what you think it's impossible to do, it's uh, becoming so much easier to do now. So there are just a lot more opportunities. And back then, people don't have a lot of options, too. Like, honestly, like, what's in front of them? Like, they, don't, they don't have a lot of options. They have nowhere to go yeah, but to pop out to... babies. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like... That is have... very true. Yeah. You so team many... Just, you know, <laughs> you and me at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they can barely move to another city back then. So, like... Like what? What is out there? There's no options, and now I think it's, it it is very difficult for like for us to choose because there are just so many possibilities, almost like too much, that 
I don't know. I get stressed out. Too much possibilities. <laughs> too many options. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. I read this thing is where you have too many choices. You're actually less happy than if you have no choices. Then you you psychologically just accept the fact that you have no choice, and then you're just happy. The options of life seem limitless, but also limited by time. As we reach a certain age, we will definitely be exploring these things in later episodes. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the first episode of Nothing But Thirty. If you enjoyed the first episode, please subscribe or tell a friend about us. Bye. Bye.